0: Lauren jolted awake, her breath coming in short, sharp gasps. Sweat drenched her body. Her heart was beating so fast, she felt as though it was going to escape from her chest. She forced herself to take deeper breaths. It had just been a dream, a nightmare, the one she'd been having her whole life. She was always somewhere shadowy. Great walls rose around her, keeping her prisoner In the claustrophobic darkness, her shallow breaths took in the moist, icy air that constricted her throat, making her struggle for oxygen. Rough hands held her down. When she pulled away, other hands kept reaching for her, clawing at her flimsy nightdress, her hair, her arms. She tried to flick them from her, to duck around every outstretched arm, and run towards a sliver of light in the distance stumbling onto some stairs she somehow knew that she was only moments from safety then she felt the hands again just as terror threatened to overtake her she woke up lauren hated the dark empty feeling that the dream always left her with as if she'd been visited by a spirit who had sucked the soul from her leaving her as just a body a shell Rolling over, she looked at the clock. Three thirty-nine a.m. Damn! Why couldn't it be later? She knew that although she was exhausted, she wouldn't be able to get back to sleep. Beside her, Dean snored gently, oblivious to her turmoil. She snuggled closer to her husband, putting her arm over his waist, trying to absorb some of his warmth. His snoring stopped and he sleepily pulled her arm to his chest and muttered something unintelligible, then started to snore again. Before Lauren could stop them, tears pricked her eyes. Waking from the dream always left her needing Dean's comforting and steady presence, as well as a cry. She didn't just feel scared of the reaching hands. She was terrified by the absence of love within the bubble of the dream. Dean had suggested that she dreamed like this because lack of love was her greatest fear. Quite possibly, he was right. Her friend Holly, who worked as a psychologist at the same school, had suggested the same thing. Lauren wasn't looking for the heated, passionate type of love. She was content with the reliable, unconditional, never-ending type. Perhaps that was why the dream persisted. To make sure she never forgot that love was to be given, and it was her job to love as much as she could. Like her adoptive parents loved her. Like Dean loved her and their two children. For a long time, as a selfish teenager, she'd assumed that her birth mother hadn't loved her enough, which perhaps was why she'd developed this fear. But as she'd grown older and read more about the history of adoptions in Australia, she'd realised that lack of love may have had nothing to do with it. Her birth mother might have been forced to give her up. Lauren brushed away her tears, slid out of bed and stood still for a moment, gazing fondly at her husband. The same warm feeling she had when she'd watched her baby sleep rose inside her. She'd once tried to describe how it felt to Dean. It's like my chest becomes mush and my whole body glows. She had averted her eyes at the last minute, in case she'd said too much. All he'd answered was, It's just love, honey, and hugged her tightly. Watching the rise and fall of Dean's chest calmed her it was a long-standing family joke that he could sleep through an earthquake which he'd actually done once though only a small one she padded across the carpet to the window and watched moths swarm around the street light that stood in front of their two-story brick house their suburb in the perth hills was always quiet at night no noisy cars horns or kids out too late She and Dean had bought here because they wanted to raise their children in a community-based suburb, where they knew their neighbours and looked out for one another. Somehow, in the busyness of life, that hadn't happened.